This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Street Gang, How We Got to Sesame Street. My name is Daniel and joining me today is Anthony. Hello, everyone. How's it going, Anthony? I'm doing well. Doing well, doing well. I cannot wait to talk about this documentary. Of course, we are at Sundance. We have lots of reviews up on the movie podcast feed right now. So if you want to catch up on tons of the films that are premiering at Sundance, you want to hear what our thoughts are, definitely check out the movie podcast feed. Check out themoviepodcast.ca. It will get you directed to whatever film you want to review for. And of course, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at the movie podcast right now we're on a mission to hit 200 five-star ratings on apple podcasts so if you could help us out with that and if you like what we're doing that'd mean the world to us but what's this episode all about we're today we're talking about street gang how we got to sesame street this is a documentary that premiered at sundance it's an hbo documentary and it was directed by marilyn agrello anthony tell us what it's all about So Street Gang, How We Got to Sesame Street, is based on Michael Davis's best-selling book of the same name. Marilyn Arguello's film, Street Gang, explores how creator Joan Gans Cooney, original series director John Stone, and legendary Muppets creator Jim Henson, among other key talents, joined forces to create a children's television show that would become a groundbreaking cultural phenomenon. Anthony, were you a big Sesame Street kid growing up? Yes, I was. I grew up with Sesame Street. I grew up in a household where I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house. And, you know, we had two different languages being spoken at the same time. And Sesame Street was that one language we both understood. And we kind of learned English together, uh, which was the funny part of Sesame Street for me and my grandparents. But, um, man, I love Sesame Street growing up. It was... It was magic. It was monsters and and puppets that I've never seen before that are coming to life. And it made learning really, really fun. What about you? I think I'm I'm the same way, you know, like same same with you. I spent a lot of time at my grandma's house growing up. You know, my, uh, even with my parents, they like our parents came to Canada, you know, yours were Italian, my Portuguese. And at home, we typically spoke Portuguese growing up and especially at my grandparents' house. So, Whenever Sesame Street was on, you know that was that was the English lesson. That was right. the that was the show that you would watch, and not just us, but like even my parents watched Sesame Street growing up. So like just like to uh, like to have a show that was so, um, just that kind of reverberated throughout generations like that. Um, it impacts you, and I think this documentary is so magical, and we're going to talk more about it. But let's let's get into our first reactions. So start us off, Anthony. What's your first reactions to Street Gang? How we got to Sesame Street? What I really loved about this documentary was just how how Sesame Street was formed. It was it was an idea that was thought up of as a a resource for kids who are underprivileged to learn. And I thought 
that was amazing. Like I didn't know much about the history of Sesame Street and Joan Gans Cooney, who thought of this idea to bring education to uh, the underprivileged and make it fun and amazing for everyone. It's, it's such a phenomenal story. It's, it really is like you, you, there's something about like, even with the, with Jim Henson and like what, what, the team there is able to do with Muppets and with Sesame Street is that you believe these are real characters. You believe these are real beings that you could talk to and you could connect to. You never, when you're seeing Elmo or you're seeing Oscar the Groucher or Big Bird, you're never thinking about who's operating them. You're always just thinking, of, you're looking at them. You're you're interacting with them. They're they're real to us. And I think this this documentary does such a good job of giving you a glimpse behind the curtain but only making it feel even more magical because even when you see people operating the the Muppets or just just kind of seeing how how this this Sesame Street itself, you're like, oh, like it looks a lot bigger on TV. Of course, you feel like it's a giant block on the TV, but really it's just a stage. Not once when I was watching this did I ever feel, wow, the magic's gone. If anything, mm-hmm. it made me feel like there was more magic to it. You mm-hmm. know, like there's there's just this this unabashed realness to everything that they're doing and. You just you just believe in, and it's such a magical thing. And like you said, that the show is created, you know, to, to help kids growing up, you know, uh, either underprivileged kids or even like in in communities that weren't whites, you know, like this right. was a show that was created to talk to those kids and for it to reverberate kind of around the world and still to this day be one of those those touchstones for all generations. It's it's pretty spectacular what the show is able to do, and when it goes through the history and you learn about, you know, Jim Henson and, and um, what was his name? Uh, who plays Grover? Frank Oz. Frank Oz and their chemistry and how they grew together. And just, I, for the longest time, I always thought Kermit came before Sesame street. I didn't realize that this is really that foundation to the Muppets. Like Sesame street is the foundation to what we now know as the Muppets. There wasn't Miss Piggy or any of those characters, but this, um, this, this idea and this amazing puppeteering started there. And I always forget that. I always forget that, man, Kermit was on Sesame Street. Yeah. He sang his song. And we we always, and, and, and that's so true because I'm like, it's growing now. It's like Kermit is like in my head is always a Muppet, but like you, you forget that Muppets and Sesame Street were one and the same mm-hmm. growing up. You know, I mean, like Kermit was part of Sesame Street for me when I was growing up. He was, he always kind of had his moment where he's kind of telling a story or singing or doing something or talking to Elmo. Like you just, they were together. And now because you know the Muppets are you know in the Disney camp and Sesame Street's on HBO. Yeah, they don't really they don't interact anymore together. But growing up, that was always something that was part of it for us, right? So it's just. Um, it's interesting how kind of th- how things change over time, but I think the basis of Sesame Street is still the same. And I think Marilyn uh, Agrello did such a, a phenomenal job with this documentary, just really giving us a look at the magic behind it, but without taking the magic away, if that makes sense. Right. And you also learn about other people that are huge aspects of Sesame Street, like Joe Raposo, who created all the jingles and all the songs and, and compose the music for this. And he would think of, you know, songs for the kids that they can, you know, would be catchy and, 
and get along, but also be educational, which yeah. was, you know, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, and that's just like, we laugh, but like, and then so many times when they were cycling through the different songs, like, I'm like, oh my God, and this song and the, the song where it's like the letter B song, where it's supposed to be like, let it be by the Beatles. It's like, right. there's such a cleverness to it. There's such a, a fun a component to it and you're like man like you know i get i get goosebumps thinking about it because these are th- this show is a f- this show is literally something that is is part of i think each kid growing up and it's it really helps those formative years in your brain where sesame street is part of growing up mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like these characters are characters that you know you invite them into your home and they are a part of your family when you grow up there, it's crucial. It's a crucial show. And I think this, this documentary gave me just a, such an appreciation for that. One, one part of the documentary that really hit me and I was, I was too young to experience it. I don't think I remember seeing it at, as an episode, but was when they introduced or brought uh, the idea of introducing the death of Mr. Hooper, who ran yeah. the convenience store or the store in that's, inside the Sesame street, um, we'll say corner. Yeah. Doing dealing with big bird and his emotional, like his, his, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, this is like his grief, his grief, but his, uh, I can't think of it right now, but just dealing with death as, because big bird is really a big kid. Yeah, and innocence. That's what I was thinking. Like his innocence. Gotcha. He's like, Mister Hooper is not coming back anymore, and it was just so sad watching them talk about that. And this was in the seventies. I want to say eighties, early eighties when yeah. it happened. Eight, Nineteen eighty-two, I believe. It was so super sad. Even watching that scene again, I'm like, imagine a kid having to learn, you know, what death is. And they they didn't stop. They made it available for everyone. You're not just learning about letters and numbers. You're learning about life as well, which was a big, um, big aspect to Sesame Street and how it grew into this phenomenon. Yeah, and, and I think you know this show. I think of this sh- this documentary. I think of um, another phenomenal film from 2019, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Not a documentary, but um, the documentary of Mr. Rogers' uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Um, I think Won't You Be My Neighbor and Street Gang would make such a an amazing double feature because Mr. Rogers being another person who, you know, touched so many lives and really introduced these complex con- concepts to us like death um, at an early age and did it that we understood and that we knew that, you know, there are people there to support us and we don't have to be afraid, but we're, it's okay to be sad and it's okay to feel certain ways because it's normal. And I think you, you watch this, this documentary and it's like, man, like I wish there was like a Sesame street for an, for an adult, you know, like, or shows that you just, or maybe it is just Sesame street because you just, you watch it and you, you're kind of reminded of these lessons that you were taught either through your parents or Sesame street growing up. And you're just like, man, like it really just kind of brings you back to just, man, like it's okay to feel this way or it's okay to, to not be okay or to feel a certain way. And mm-hmm. this, this documentary really just kind of hit me in, in so many, in so many different ways. And, you know, I, I watch it with my dad as well. And it's just, uh, 
him watching it too, he's like, wow, like this, it just, it, it really was like magic. And again, I, I have to give so much um, credits to, uh, to Marilyn Agrello uh, for directing just such a beautiful documentary. Yeah, she did a wonderful job with it. All the archive know- footage and interviews. Yeah. Fantastic. So we know this is going to be, uh, this is an HBO documentary. So it will be um, premiering on HBO. We don't know when yet. So no need to guess where it's going to end up. But Anthony, let's give our final recommendation here. Um, what is your recommendation for Street Gang? How we got to Sesame Street? It's a definite watch for me. I think for a lot of our audience, they might be huge Sesame Street fans or maybe grew up with it or learned or watched one episode. I think it's really important to to see how it was built and to understand the foundation of where it wanted to go and how it got there um, and how uh, how big an undertaking it was for them at that time during that period in history to to take this this idea and make it something that's beloved by everyone. Um, you get to learn about all the creators and the puppeteers. You you see Big Bird. You see cast members that you you might remember, like Maria. Um, yep. But yeah, and you I, learn just like the, the controversy behind casting, like having a, a black person working on Sesame Street, and right. you're just like, it's just right. crazy to think that like this is that was something that was an issue, you know? Yeah. There's there's yeah. huge huge parts of this documentary where. You learn so much, especially when they go to, uh, they talk about the South and how they dealt with Sesame Street because it wasn't relatable to the people. And, you know, there was certain racial tones to it that they didn't like. So there's a whole bunch that you will learn about and you'll appreciate as a viewer when it comes to watching and understanding Sesame Street. So I definitely encourage you when it comes out on Crave or HBO or whenever that that happens to watch it. It's a phenomenal documentary. Yeah, Anthony, I, I'm right there with you. This is this is required watching for me. This is one of the best films I've seen at Sundance. This is uh, my favorite documentary that I've watched in a really long time too. So they just they just did a phenomenal job with this again, Marilyn and, and the team behind this documentary. Required watching. You get our full love and praise here from the movie podcast. Um, yeah, what a what a great documentary. I remember I was telling you, I was telling you before we started recording, I remember watching, um, you know, like Oscar the Grouch had a, a pet worm and I, this was like in 1998 and the worm was going to space. It was like such a big plot line on the, on Sesame street that I remember when he went and I cr- was crying for like days that, you know, <laughs> that, that this pet worm is going to space, but it just, it just goes to show that like even all these years later, that still sticks with me. You remember those type of things because like I said, like these are, characters that you invite into your home and become part of your family a hundred percent a hundred percent that was fun what a great doc uh of course we have lots of sundance film festival reviews here on the movie podcast feed so make sure you check out our website themoviepodcast.ca also check us out on social media at the movie podcast on instagram and twitter so you could see and catch up on everything that we've been releasing we will be having a uh, we'll have a brand new episode of the movie podcast on monday like we um just uh if you're wondering why we took the week off just because we have so much content on the feed this week so definitely you have time to catch up thank you so much for listening to the show that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next (laughs) 